Hello, and welcome to another episode of Practical Money Magic with me, Audrey Heesh, your friendly money lady. Today, I want to talk about um, basically the overwhelm. There are so many things to do as a business owner, and then your personal life comes in. And sometimes there are things in in your personal life that take precedent over what's going on in your business, and it can be really challenging to juggle it all. Uh, so for example, last week, I my power went out for 55 hours because of that insane Arctic blast that hit the whole United States. And being in Portland, Oregon, we're not used to that extreme of weather and we have lots of trees and all those trees. We had like 800 down power lines from just trees, not including how many trees hit the houses. So it was... <laughs> It was an adventure. And then we had a an ice storm after that, where it was like freezing rain and it was brutal. Through that, my husband was sick and and I caught it because we were huddled into a room trying to stay warm. We are so thankful because after like the first day and a half, um, my father-in-law came and got us a generator so that we could be warm because his all his power lines are underground, like logically. But uh, so it was just an adventure. And then I caught the sickness. We took some tests and turns out we have COVID. Four years, y'all. Four years without getting this devastating virus. And we finally... Our luck finally ran out, but we are grateful for all of the good things that happened that allowed us to be able to take care of ourselves, even though it was very challenging. And I felt so bad for my husband being sick without power because there was only so much I could do, like physically. How do you make food, even just soup without a stove or electricity? And so it was, it was a challenge, but we got through it and that's part of entrepreneurship is juggling all of this. And when you do get sick, unfortunately, you don't have the luxury to always just drop everything. You do in the sense that it is your, um, how do I put this? The ball is in your court, as cheesy as that sounded. Um, so you get to decide what balls get dropped. And as long as you're very intentional about what balls drop, more power to you. Uh, I just strongly encourage that after the fires, you pick back, pick back up your financial balls. <laughs> okay, that was a little little out there, but um, <laughs> sorry, y'all. So when you, you have so many things on your plate as an entrepreneur, there's so many things to do and so little time to be able to manage your personal and your business. And so it's just in, very important for you to be intentional and figure out where you're at and how your finances play into that. How do you work in your finances when everything is is up in the air? You have lots of balls in the air and you're trying to juggle them all. And that's when you figure out your systems. You have your systems 
in place to be able to catch you through this. Um, so for an example, one of my clients has me come in once a month and they take care of the entries. And I learned probably about a month or two ago, he was like, yeah, so I just enter everything the morning, like right before you get there. <laughs> and he was like, just like full disclosure, like I make sure I take care of everything right before you get there. And then I come in and I reconcile and I ask questions and we figure out the discrepancies together and really work through everything. And their books are incredible. They're very intentional and they have a million fires that go on and they just know that, okay, once a month, this is my priority. And there are times where we've had to reschedule because of like state inspections or whatever the case may be. They have a big push of sales. Um, they're product-based. So they're, they might've been out on a sale or something, but for the most part, they're very intentional and very, um, they stick to the plan. They have an intentional plan to maintain and keep up their finances and they follow through. And I'm so proud of them for that. And there's, there's a million ways this can look there. As long as the system works and flows and you get all the information and all the information is accurate and up to date and you can find everything, then you are sitting pretty, my friend. There is so many ways. Anyone who says there's a cookie cutter approach that this is the only way to do it in the end. If you hear what they're saying and you go, that is too overwhelming for me. That is too much. That is just not feasible for me. I encourage you not to do it because you're just setting yourself up for failure. Unless, I don't want to say that. You could possibly be the unicorn and succeed in that because you've you put a million other things in place to be able to tackle that even though it seems insurmountable. The, I just encourage you to find a system that works for you and with how you work. Um, I have a client that I've tried a million different systems and it still isn't working and we're still working out the kinks of trying to manage their finances. And that's there is a side where you, as the owner, you either need to take ownership and make sure that it's a priority and keep up to date and have a system in place that works with you or delegate and have somebody there depending on your income level and your amount of transactions that might need to be an in-person office manager or bookkeeper that comes in like two, three times a week um, again, that's going to look very differently for every single entity and every single person. So talk to a professional that has experience of a lot of different styles so that you can start testing that water when you're ready to come to the table. When you're, as soon as you're ready to come to the table and really take your finances seriously, that's when you're able to make the progress. 
Um, otherwise, you, you're throwing money at the wall, kind of like spaghetti. You're just throwing it at the wall and hoping it sticks. And more than likely, it's not going to, at least from my experience. And I'm not saying that's everyone, but as the owner, there is a level of responsibility. And whether you take that on personally or you delegate that out, listen to your trusted people, talk to professionals. If one person doesn't align with you, that's okay. Talk to somebody else and make sure that you get to the root of what's going on and really helping you with your systems. Because I've seen firsthand when you don't have your systems in place, how it can snowball and really be detrimental to you and your business. And I get a lot of people that come to me and say how much they want to quit and how much they're trying to sell. One of my clients has actually been like, okay, let's get the finances together so that we can come up with a plan to sell because she just can't do it anymore and is ready to be done. And that is the sad part because it doesn't have to be that way. When, when you're able to really take ownership and from the beginning, take your finances seriously because it will catch up with you. And I, I don't want to be the doomsdayer. I really don't. It doesn't fill me with happiness or joy. And I want this to be a happy, joyful spot. But there is that reality that we really need to talk about which is why I've created all of these platforms and these outlets so that we can talk about what's going on and how to keep you from, from being burned out from your business. You got into business to share your gift with the world. And it's, I want to support you in that. We need more ethical, heart-centered, beautiful entre entrepreneurs who are who are in it for the love of their gift to that they're bringing to the world. And I want you, I want that for you without the pain. I've seen all of the pain. I want you to be in the joy and having your system set up and your a firm grasp on your finances is how you do that. And Again, that's just going to look differently for everyone. Like for me, I have a spot on my desk just right in the corner where I have my receipts. So it's always, I can see my receipts and I'm like, okay, my once a week, I go through my receipts. Not last week, not even going to pretend like I did, but <laughs> I go through and I enter them. And that way I'm up to date. I keep up on it. Um, generally speaking, weekly isn't, well, I don't even want to say that. I don't want to confuse you. But it's it's just important to figure out a system that works for you and gets you that information, doesn't make it so it's a big, scary task at end of year. Because we're, we're now in January of 2024, which means that I've gotten a lot of messages from people who are like, okay, I... I put everything together at year end. Can you help me? <laughs> and don't get me wrong. I love doing, I call that a book build. Those are, that's a book build where you put a year plus worth of 
of um, transactions together to either file your taxes or just get your books up to date. That's called a book build. And I love that. I love doing those things. So I don't want to diminish that. And I love that people are reaching out and making sure that they're taken care of. And it doesn't have to be that way because that's when you get surprise big bills and have to tackle all of those really big admin tasks that can be very draining, especially if you're learning while you're trying to make decisions. That's a lot. And I don't want to diminish that. So it's, you just have to take that best next step for you. And when you do that, you're able to be empowered by seeing all the work that you put in. Start work where you're at. If you are put things together at end of year and you're all of a sudden wanting to do it through, like once a week and all of these things and have have your reports and learn your reports. I, If you're super ready for that, I am here for that. Reach out. I would love that. And if that seems so much, take baby steps. I want to encourage you to take baby steps. Start with tracking. Always, that's your base. Track. Track your receipts. Track your transactions. Track your income. Track your mileage. Track your um, utilities. If you have business use of home, just track. Start with that so that it's not as overwhelming. You just are putting it in a form that you understand, whether that's QuickBooks, whether that's Excel, whether that's um, pen and paper. And with that, if you are wanting to somebody to come in and help you, sometimes paper and Excel can be challenging to transfer over um, to somebody else because it has all of you understand the flow of everything and some people are very great at Excel and it works well together but from my experience Excel tends to be one of those things that not everyone can seamlessly uh, come in and and feel empowered and understand all of the moving parts. So I will say that. However, if that's where you're at, go for it. Like if that's your starting spot, please start there and work yourself to them getting it into um, a software system, whether it's Wave, which is free, or QuickBooks, which is a million bajillion dollars. Uh, Okay, so yes, QuickBooks, very expensive, but it is, it has all of the features. It has everything you could possibly need. It is the, the best in the industry that is available to everyone. And I don't agree with their ethics as a company. So there's that double-edged sword. But the point is figure out where you're at and then take that next step. Are you ready to be very intentional with your finances and you want to have all of this data at your fingertips? Fantastic. Figure out what 
is that end goal you are wanting? Are you wanting impact? So let's say, so for me, I want to help 10,000 entrepreneurs. That is my end goal. If my end goal was to make um, 10,000 profit a month, that would be my end goal. And then I start creating metrics and understanding. And then I work backwards because once you know what your end goal is, then you can figure out what you need to start tracking individually. And you can, and QuickBooks is really great at figuring at, at um, being tracked, blah, 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 words, part sometimes. Um, <laughs> uh, there are many different features within QuickBooks that allows you to track different things to be able to get the information seamlessly. It takes an extra like maybe one to two seconds per entry to be able to get that information at the end of your cycle or that month or that week, however you are wanting to analyze your information. But when you when you start getting into it, you then see the power. You have done all of this data entry. You've done all of this work and you are now able to see you have all of that information available to you. And your business, that's how your business communicates to you is through your reports and your data and your information. That is how you learn and communicate with your business. It's that ebb and flow of what is going on how can I look at this? What do I need to look at? And sometimes that takes a professional to be able to help guide you in that. And that's okay. Financial literacy is not taught to the level to, that will set you up for success in the regular world, let alone the entrepreneurial world. And that is just a sad reality. And that is also by design. So I want to encourage you to Gain those steps, empower yourself, learn how all of these things work for you and your business. And it's going to look differently for everyone. And that's okay. If there is a, yeah, that's okay. Full stop, that's okay. Take the steps that you need to take to get to where you want to be. There's going to be a lot of people out there telling you what's right and wrong. And granted, so there's a law. Don't play fast and dirty with the law. That's just kind of is. Um, it. I encourage you to understand what the law is and then advocate for it to change if you don't agree with it. However, until any changes pass, that's you, you need to abide by the law. That is the only caveat. And unfortunately, there are so many bad advice. Uh, I get the IRS newsletters and the amount of people going like CPAs and EAs going to jail because they're pushing less than um, ethical approaches to handling taxes. If someone's saying, hey, you don't have to pay any taxes, here's how. Be weary. I'm not saying it's automatically a scam and I'm not saying it's automatically wrong because there's our tax laws are extremely convoluted and absolutely set up for wealth. And so as you grow as a company, the more you are able to take advantage of those. So there are a 
absolutely things out there that facilitate that and doesn't make it right, doesn't make it legal, always. But that's a rant for another day. <laughs> so just take that next best step. If something is feeling off, don't be afraid to get a second opinion. Um, if you feel comfortable, I do encourage you to find a either bookkeeper or office manager that you communicate with very well and have them be in communication with the, the tax preparer so that there is always that second pair of eyes. You have that checks and balances. Um, I'm the first person, like if I'm saying something to my client and they're like, but no, I heard this or I don't know, or I'm not communicating in a way that they're fully understanding what's going on. I'm the first person to say, well, let's ask the, the tax preparer. Let's ask the CPA or the EA or who the, there's one of them has a tax attorney. Let's ask them. I have no, like, I'm not always right. And I'm not, and I know how huge the legal ramifications and the financial ramifications of bad advice is. And so the more advice you get, the more you are able to navigate this really convoluted, terribly set up tax system that is, yeah. So ask questions and ask until you understand. If you don't understand, ask somebody else. That's what I do. And I, I say it all the time. All my clients will tell you that. And it's just, and I even say like, do you want to reach out to them or do you want me to reach out and try and explain the situation? I have never had them say, no, I'll do it because they know I'm going to A, include them in all the communications. B, I'm going to be able to bridge the gap of understanding the situation and how my clients see it versus or and how the tax preparer is might explain it or see it or need to understand. I am that that middle middle gap. <laughs> and that is why it's important to ha have somebody in your corner that has that you communicate well with and on all levels. You want that at every single level of your company, ideally, but particularly with your finances, because the ramifications are ginormous. The IRS has gotten a lot of funding, not a lot. They're finally getting funding and they're making, they're finally able to start to catch up and they're finally able to start doing things right. Like, I don't know if y'all saw this, but the earned, uh, the retention credit, it was all over my social medias. I don't know. If, it's probably because I'm in the financial world and I click a lot of financial things, but all of those schemes to be like, you need the retention credit. Sign it, like pay me $500 and I'll get you the retention credit or whatever all of those ads were. And now the IRS is pushing back hard because there were people taking the retention credit that was not eligible. And 
again, if the I if something sounds too good to be true, like don't pay taxes because of this, be leery. Ask a couple people. Come into a few of like I have some amazing groups. I'm part of accounting groups where you just ask the question and you'll get a wide range of answers. And that's when you're able to make the best decision for you and your business. And that's powerful. The more knowledge you have, the more perspective you have, that's when you're able to analyze and really start growing and scaling. So name of the game, do what you can with where you're at. Take those baby steps, ask questions, or we get somebody who is able to communicate with you to be able to pull those questions out and be able to answer them in a way that you understand. Just take those steps. It's going to, it, if you have no financial literacy, it's going to be a lot at first. And that's okay, because I believe in you. You have built this business to be what it is, you have a beautiful gift to bring to the world and you can get your finances together. And I believe in you. I believe in you so much. My battery's dying. So fun little tidbit, my laptop just died and everything just kind of washed away. So the transition might not be as smooth, but this is the first time in about a week and a half that I've been sitting at my desk to work um, because I was sick and holed up in my room. And all I could manage to do is sit in my bed and do as much work as I could for as long as I could take a break, do as much work as I could for as long as I could and take a break. And I really listened to myself in that it's first time in my life. I am, I'm a hundred, I'm a workhorse. I love to work. Not everyone does and that's okay, but I do. I love work. I love what I do and I love what I'm creating and bringing to the world. And to gain this financial literacy and this understanding for people. And I know there's so much power in that. So I take a lot of joy in it and being sick kind of just railroaded that. And that's okay. And my laptop died. And so that's, if that transition was a little weird, that's probably why. <laughs> so I just wanted to say that I have an incredible quiz coming out if, to figure out your financial success strategy. It'll take you through all of how it works with you and your unique personality. And I'm really excited for that. Then I have this summit coming up with some amazing speakers. I am, ah, uh, I thought last year's was the icing on the cake, but man, y'all, these interviews are the cherry on top. They're incredible. These speakers are next level, and I am so excited for you to see and hear and learn from all of the wisdom that these brilliant successful entrepreneurs have figured out and help you gain that next step if, with wherever you're at. And then I also, at the end of February, have an incredible collaboration with the amazing Jen Mons. She's going to 
she has beautiful prosperity and mindset peace that I is like the yin to my yang. I am so excited. She is absolutely incredible. She'll be tackling the prosperity piece and understanding money on an energy level. And then I'll be tackling the, the, the nuts and bolts sort of, of here's your reports. This is what they look like. This is what they mean. So wherever you're at, you will find something in this workshop that will truly propel you to take that next step that's right for you. And I am so excited. It's going to be amazing. So stay tuned for that. And I will talk to you later. Bye.